Hello everybody, RS here. This is RS here at RSB at Peace. RSB at Peace and how's it going everybody? How's it going everybody? Hopefully everybody's doing fine and everybody's at peace. Everybody's having fun. Everybody's enjoying their life. I'm here on Maui. <laughs> and everything's opened up here and still the same as far as employment is concerned as far as staffing in businesses is concerned a lot of businesses especially restaurants and in the hospitality industry uh, that kind of sector they are having a hard time getting workers it's like nobody wants to freaking work what's up with that you know people are finding different ways to make a buck i mean today uh, one of the guys that um does part-time where I work i won't say where I work but i caught fish and we do the poke counter so the the nighttime guy came in or you know the the closer guy came in he came in <laughs> He came in at like, you know, one, one o'clock and he's supposed to close today, right? I won't say his name, but it's pretty funny. He's a cool guy, but he's just burned out. So he comes in and he goes, so Ron, what's there to do today, right? And um, there wasn't much to do. There really wasn't much to do. And he says, F it, I'm going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> he says, F it, I'm going to dig out. I'm like, well, I, I can't make you stay, right? I can grab you by the arms and tie you up and say you got you to gotta work. So um, I says, you know what? Let me take my lunch break and you can freaking split, right? So I, I had to tell the manager on duty, hey, dude, um, you know, so-and-so wants to go home. He doesn't want to work. And the guy's like, yeah, freaking let him go. Go have your lunch first and he, and he, he can cut loose, right? Cut him loose. So that's... um. That's the way people are nowadays, especially in uh, the jobs where you really got to like, like you do a lot of physical crap. And I think people are finally looking at their lives and go, what the hell am I doing? You know, making an X amount of money per hour, like slave work, really a lot of jobs. I mean, I, I got to say it, you know, if you're, if you're wearing a name tag, I think Dennis Miller, the comedian, said this long time ago. He says, "If I think the joke was, if you're like 35 years old and you're wearing a freaking name tag, you did something, you did something wrong along the way, right?" And uh, I just turned 58, folks. I'm almost 60, and I'm that guy <laughs> wearing a name tag. So freaking, I gotta get my shit together, right? <laughs> but anyway, no, a lot of people just don't want to work anymore. That's just the bottom line. I mean, you know, I mean those kinds of jobs you know like any tom dick and harry and karen and susan can do right um you don't need any brains you, they, you just do it right they give you a name tag and a handbook and away you go right and you got to deal with a lot of crap a lot of bs and shit i mean um i think people are just over it especially people who were working in the uh service industry the uh hospitality industry 
that sector. I think a lot of people are just freaking burned out. I am. I am freaking burned out. Like, see, my job, man, I'm at that job because COVID. Well, COVID was one of the reasons. Well, actually, no, I take that back. Okay, I was doing this other gig about in 2016, 2017, right around there. I was doing like transportation, a transportation gig, right? And I was doing like a, a job where um, I was delivering like baby gear, you know, like uh, strollers and cribs and shit like that. You know, my friend got me that gig. So I was working like two part-time jobs. And well, one job I was uh, doing, I had to like, uh, I was like a contractor, you know, so the taxes were different. I had to like claim my own taxes and whatnot. And the other job, I just kept it like, you know, like 20 hours a week. And um, so I could get like um, the state medical, right? And well, anyway, long story short, um, that that's what I was doing before I got this fish cutting gig. Well, actually, take that back. I, I was working for another company doing um, the transportation thing. And they let me go. And I was working at this fish fish market thing liquor fish market deal on the side like just on the weekends so right before the pandemic the the transportation guys they cut me loose <laughs> so i freaked out i don't have any insurance right because they paid for my insurance i was working there full time so my buddy slick man slick man gets me the job the part-time gig cutting fish so um he goes hey just work for us full time and you can get your medical so as soon as they did that right then COVID happened. Okay, take. Let me reiterate. No, not reiterate. What's the, what's the word? Let me let me back up. <laughs> I can't even think of the freaking word. Sorry, guys. I was working all day trying to do this podcast, and I'm all tired, man. I just drank like a large Coke for like some energy. Didn't work. I want to fall asleep pretty soon. But anyway, um. Okay, so around that time, about four years ago, maybe. No, three years ago. Three years ago. So anyway, I wrote my second self-published book. It was called The Hamburger Steak Novella. The Hamburger Steak Novella. It was about the dish, the hamburger steak. You know, it's like Salisbury steak, right? It's a foodie book. So anyway, it got written up in uh, the Star Advertiser. And some people got wind of it. Um, And a friend of mine had connections in Oakland. And... The connections there had like three restaurants and um i contacted the gentleman and i kind of knew him because he used to live here in maui and he goes yeah man you know come up and have like a like a book release right release your book over here like a book signing i'm like yeah that's heavy duty right i mean you know i'm a small time small time author right so um i'm thinking all right man Let's do this, right? So I'm thinking, okay, I forget what what year was this, 2019, 2020, when the pandemic hit. So anyway, the pandemic hit and I couldn't do it. And nobody was traveling, right? So ended up the whole shutdown. I was working at this fish place for a to- part-time, uh, full-time. I'm sorry, full-time. And then another year went by and now it's 2022. And I want to get out of that place. I mean, yeah, thank God I got that job and the owners, you know, kind to, kind enough to let me work there and stuff. But um, it's time for me to like get happy. 
You know, I, I talk about mental health. You know, I'm just talking about myself, man. I, I'm mental. I'm mentally ill myself. <laughs> you know, I'm like depressed right now because I'm doing that gig. You know, maybe me talking about my own issues mentally might help you out. I mean, I, I'm not that bad. You know, I'm not thinking I'm going to jump off a cliff or some crap like that. I'm just thinking, man, I got to get it together because before that COVID was happening, and I was already making plans to like, yeah, man, I'm going to get this book. And, you know, I got invited two times. I think it was uh, 18 and 19. A good buddy, Ali Kaseki, he runs the, uh, Maui Comics and Collectibles. And he, he runs the uh, Maui Comic Con. And although my book wasn't anything related to comics, he's got this place called the Artist Alley. And I set up shop over there. It's pretty cool. And, um, you know, kind of get exposure. I actually should write a comic book and have somebody, like, illustrate it. Because that's more, um, you know, it's up the alley right there. I mean, it's the more, you know, it's it's a comic con. And I should have a comic instead of, like, a food book. But that was good. That was good exposure. But, hey, long story short, man. So, shit happened. And now I just, you know, I got to get my shit together. Got to get my act together. Got to get out of that fish cutting. You know, I, I, I'm, my whole family been in the food service industry. You know, my, my older brother passed away. He, he was a chef and he owned restaurants, partners in restaurants. And he was even with my sister and her husband. They had a restaurant. And my sister and her husband is now living in Washington State. And they got a restaurant over there. So... You know, it's in the blood, you know, uh, the food service thing. But I'm so over it, man. I'm, I, you know, I don't know how people get that 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 idea that working in food service is glamorous or some shit like that. You know, they think, you know, they think oh, the guy's a chef and he makes these like awesome plates and shit like that. And, um... You know, it ain't glamorous, man. I mean, you stand on your feet all day long, right? And you smell like food. You sweat. You, and as you get older, your back hurts. Your your leg hurts. Just everything hurts. And you stress out because somebody's, especially now, especially nowadays, nobody comes in to work. You know, people come in and they just split. So if you're a chef, you're screwed up, man. If, um. If your staff kind of like, yeah, there's nothing to do here. I'm out of here. You're like, wait a minute. minute. There's stuff to do here. There's always something to do in the kitchen. But I think people are just, you know, figuring it out. You know, it's like, man, the food service industry, it's hard work and it's taxing on your legs. Because if you're a waiter or a a chef, cook, dishwasher, dishwasher, Mater D, greeter, bartender, bartendress, mixologist, whatever. You're on your feet freaking all the freaking time. And you got to deal with people. It's like sickening. I don't know, man. This is my advice to all you young kids. Don't get into the food service industry. Don't. Don't. You know what you do? You learn how to make money somehow, some way. You hang around with people that know how to like make money, you know. <laughs> And not in a bad way, you know what I'm saying? 
but um legally legally make good money and you know learn about finances you know learn about that stuff you know but yeah i mean you know if you want to get into the food service gig that's fine but um man every chef i know that's in his late 50s 60s man they're freaking their bodies shot man their bodies are so effed up it's not even funny unless the guys like uh also trains jujitsu or surfs and works out does yoga that really helps out but even then you know internally they're, they're older they got to go to the doctor all the time you know something might be bad with their liver their heart kidneys whatever i mean that's just the facts man and i'm getting that that way too that age man and uh you know so i was walking home today man and my buddy heath <laughs> he goes hey man where were you man i go man i had gout and that's what i got i had gout for the last few days so i couldn't go to work and in fact i was gonna do a i was gonna do an episode but i was all messed up man my foot was hurting my doctor gave me these uh, a new prescription, and I don't know what it was. I felt crappy, right? Taking these more milligrams every day of, you know, maintenance, like uh, gout maintenance pills. And like an idiot, man, like I went walking one day just to go get some food, and I was all dizzy. <laughs> My friend sees me. He goes, hey, Ron, man, you look sick. I go, yeah, I am sick. He goes, what happened? I had gout. And you're walking. You're not supposed to be walking. Goes, no, man, my foot got better because I'm taking these medicines. But it's like the, the milligrams are like jacked up and I feel like crap. And he said, well, you know, when you take medicine like that, you got to drink lots of water. You got to drink lots of water. You've been drinking a lot of water, Ron? Have you? Have you? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude. I know, right? I've been drinking water like crazy. I've been like you know, going to the bathroom all the time. and I just had to get out of the house. But for some reason... It was kind of warm still. The sun was setting, but in Lahaina, it's still humid when the sun goes down. And just, I felt dizzy. So he's like, hey, you all right, man? You look sick, bro. <laughs> I should have just dropped down, play dead, see what see what he was going to do. Call 911 and shit. No, man. I, I don't know. What, okay, th this episode, man, I'm just shooting the breeze, man. I'm just talking about stuff, man. Just talking about stuff. You know? And right now we um we're in this election year here in Hawaii. I don't know about you where you you're listening to me. I don't know where you're at. But right now here in Maui and Hawaii it's election time. We're going to get a new mayor possibly. A new governor possibly, I don't know. And um this crazy stuff, right? Okay, what's happening with, with politics, man? You know, who knows, right? All these guys are crooks, you know, Republicans, Democrats, right? They're all bought and paid for. Once they get in, they're like, the devil visits them, right? <laughs> Hands them some shit. All right, so they kind of like influence them to do something else. You know, kind of like they every politician breaks away from really serving their constituents, right? They're the, the people that back them up. They get other people that back them up once they're in office, right? Once they're in office, they got the de their desk and they got the nameplate, right? They got their staff, the assistant, whatever. And there's always going to be people visiting them, right? Developers or 
people with money usually it's always people with money right and you notice man like um i don't know if you notice but because i had to in the past i i, I kind of backed up certain politicians here and they're so full of crap right they're so full of crap they go around you know thanks for uh you know supporting and doing the do and you know doing the do for me man you know and anytime anytime you need anything man you, you come to my office and we'll work it out we'll, we'll see what we can do how many times man right i back up somebody and i mean seriously i, I, I you know council people mayors right in the past i have lunch with them seriously go to their house or meet them someplace right so i'm thinking okay man i'm i'm, I'm making the net i'm doing the networking okay hey this is ron um tell so and so i'm gonna come up can i meet him can you set up an appointment oh yeah mr sombrano oh okay how about next thursday 10 o'clock all right next thursday 10 o'clock all the time i go tell them what i need what i'm trying to do and they always look at me like hmm mm -hmm. interesting ron interesting well you know um you got a good head on your shoulders but um i don't think we can help you with that <laughs> i'm like okay what if I I uh, gave you some money? Then would you help me? But this, you know what I mean. I already help these mothers, right? I help these mother mother these mother blankers out, and that's what they do all the time, all the time. A politician is like a they're like con artists or whatever, man. I don't trust them. You know, they'll talk. Time for you to get some help from them, a little favor, right? Hmm. Ron, you got a good head on your shoulders, but we can't help you. Next thing you know, you're talking to the guy that like um made the signs for sign waving on the side of the freaking highway, right? <laughs> Man, they said come talk to you. I don't know anything. I just make the signs. That's that's what I thought. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's all messed up, right? But I'm just shooting the breeze here on RSB at peace. You know, just be at peace, right? And um, oh, my friends are going, hey, Ron, man, you, you know, your, your podcast, you got to be funny. You got to be funny. You got to be entertaining. You, you know, it's so one guy told me, I saw doom and gloom. You're reading the, the last episode. You're reading like like really depressing letters, man, of people with with like issues, man. They're like, you really want to do that? Maybe you should change your format, man. I'm like. I don't know about that. I mean, you know, well, I guess you got to be entertaining to hold an audience. So I'm still learning. I'm still learning what I'm going to do with this podcast. But it, it, I mean, this podcast is all about trying to help people, excuse me, trying to help people who have mental illness to get help. You know, if someone's suffering from some, some kind of psychological disorder or whatever, and they know it, but they're not talking to anybody, it's really important that they talk to people. You know, that's what my podcast is all about. I mean, you know, I guess I can be funny. I can be entertaining. But maybe I'll be funny and entertaining and then inject that once in a while, right? And not be so depressing. Maybe that's what I should do is just be entertaining so that people be uplifted, right? And um, happier. That's what I'm here for, right? Be at peace. Maybe make you laugh. You'll be peaceful. You'll be happy. Maybe that's what I should do. I don't know. What do you think? I think that's what I, sh I should do is just um, entertain you, be funny, 
but at the same time always inject this into my listeners that if you are suffering from any kind of depression or what have you you gotta talk it out you really need to go and talk it out right so anyway so um hold on what am i doing hold on i might have to edit so whatever right all right all right all right all right Alright, so anyway, speaking of depression, speaking of mental health, mental health awareness, mental health um, matters. Alright, so I'm talking to all of you right now who have depression. Alright, and you're thinking of ending your life. Don't end your life. Talk to somebody. If you don't have anyone to talk to, alright? You can call this number. It's 988. All right, 988. Um, you can text that or call that number, 988. That is, uh, it's called the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. It's uh, really easy. 988, just like 911, right? You need an ambulance, you need the cops, whatever, 911. So this is 988. Okay, that's that's the suicide and crisis lifeline. 988, really easy. Um the old number was an 800 number and it still works. It's 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-8255. That's the 800 number. But this one 988 if you are depressed and you're having thoughts of suicide call that number right promise me you will and i want you to call because i want you around all right so um rs here we, i'm just um shooting the breeze and just talking so anyway um there is this thing here in in, in maui right now and um you know it's a small island it's a small community right and um there's a lot of shady people on this island. A lot of scammers. A lot of scammers, a lot of thieves. And they'll come out of the woodwork, you know. It's like some sometimes the, the worst place to be is out in the out in the valley in the north shore or the east side. I'm not I'm not trying to like instill fear in you, right? Like, like if you visit or if you're a local visitor, whatever. And just driving around but if you're just driving around you really got to be careful because there's a lot of a lot of stuff can happen in the in the outdoors in the outdoors where it's a great distance from civilization and i know maui's small but when you're out in the boonies several miles is like eternity believe you me right and sometimes out in the boonies your cell phone your smartphone may not work in case you need assistance right so this is what i tell people you go out there all right 
you're driving okay you see a car stuck on the side of the road all right you see people like waving you down all right pay attention if you don't see anybody like hurt on the ground or whatever pass them by pass them by first all right and then check it out all right don't stop because it could be a fake a fake breakdown it could be a fake injury you know i tell you what a long time ago when i had a car <laughs> when i had a car i was driving in kihei that's the south side of maui all right and um i, I wasn't thinking i wasn't thinking i just got through playing golf yeah, i was driving on south kihei road right and um this 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 young lady was like flagging me down like she needed a ride it's broad daylight excuse me oh broad daylight broad daylight hold on i'm checking my my uh my microphone whoa whoa yeah so it's like broad daylight and it's right by the mcdonald's over there so it was safe you know so i pulled on the side and like, hey you need a ride i mean you know i wasn't, I wasn't trying to do anything freaky you know you just we even need a ride and i wasn't thinking nothing like you know I was gonna get action from her or anything. Not not like not nothing like that, you know. So I pull on the side and um she comes by the window. Like, yeah, I need to get to like the airport. Cause she had like a backpack and another bag. Not no luggage, right? And then out of nowhere, there's like four or five people come out of the bushes and like they're ready to like open my door. I'm like, hey, what the hell are you guys doing? Oh yeah, man, open the door. I'm like, oh hell no. <laughs> I don't know what they want to do, man. They got I got freaked out because there's like three, four other people that came out of the bushes, and they just tried to like you know shaking my back door. I had like uh, a four door sedan, right? That was a Ford. <laughs> that was a Ford. It was a dinky car, right? So I wasn't like Mister Cool with that car, believe me. <laughs> it was like a a mid level Ford, right? What was it? A Thor, a Taurus or something? Anyway, I was like stepped on the gas this peeled out dusted him i'm like man i don't know what they was gonna do to me right so i was like wow thank god it wasn't like out in the boonies man because there's like some so freaky looking dudes man look in the mirror they're like trying to open the door so like, man let me pop the lock first right and like, yeah, let us in let us in like no man you're freaking me out then <laughs> live and learn man so don't pick anybody up man you know, it could be like a decoy or uh, not a decoy. Yeah, it could be like a fake, right? A fake uh, hitchhiker or they might, they might want to like kill you and take your car or some shit like that. I don't know. But anyway, um, yes, I'm just shooting the breeze here in this podcast. RS here, man, just trying to shed some light on stuff. But, you know, like again, you know, a lot of crap happens here on Maui like every, anywhere else but crime is something um you know you should be aware of crime especially the people out there like you, you don't know who they are i mean um i think i read in the maui news there's like there was a attempted murder charge on somebody i mean man here on maui i mean there's some really freaky people here on maui now like from all over the place so you you know they're not from here so who knows what kind of 
criminal records they may have. But like again, I tell people, if you're gonna go out in the boonies, you know, like on the east side or the north side, whatever, just be careful. You know? And I tell especially like um the young ladies or the ladies that they're just traveling by themselves. Now some ladies are badass, they know how to fight, they know how to you know, they're not afraid to stand up for themselves. But some ladies, you know, they freak out, they see some freaky dude and they're easy prey because they don't stand up for themselves, right? They're like, oh no, oh no, oh no, don't hurt me. And, and you know, uh, this is what one of my cop friends told me, my friend. He's like in his 70s and he used to be in a cop in uh, Portland. And he goes, you know what, man? When a criminal or a bad guy says he, he might do something to you, you got to take his word that he's going to do something to you. And you better protect yourself because um, let's say some freaky dude had a knife and he came after you, right? And he says, hey, man, I'm going to stab you. Give me, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna kill you, whatever it is. Well, one of two things, you can just let that person do it or fight, fight back. So if you do whatever it is to, to protect yourself, like even if you had a knife yourself and you cut him, don't feel bad because he ain't going to go to the cops. He's a crook, right? So if you hurt, hurt, you hurt a bad guy, he ain't going to go to the cops. So you best protect yourself at all costs. You know, whatever. You know, learn how to fight, take self-defense or, you know, get a gun, use a knife, use a pipe, learn how to use it. No, because... My friend makes sense, you know. Let's say I'm just, you know, cruising around with my friends, right? Just the dude just cruising around. And we're old now. But some guy comes up to us and, hey, man, give me all your what? You know, you know, give me all your money and stuff like that or whatever. If not, we're going we're gonna to kill you. You know, if they tell you, like, they're going to hurt you or kill you, whatever, um, you got to take them at their words that they will do what they say they're going to do so you're just going to stand there and go okay all right beat us up or kill us uh -huh, man you know you grab something and you i don't know act nuts man act as crazy as you can but um nah man you just i don't know there's just too many people that's nuts you know they'll just do stupid things so they keep doing stupid things because they people let them you know, but you got to stand up to these stupid idiots that's doing stupid things, committing crimes or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like the old school. I think old school was the best, right? Somebody comes into your yard and tries to harass somebody, but the owner just like, oh, screw this shit. You know, he'll grab a hole, a shovel and swing it at the guys, right? Hurt them. Those guys aren't going to go to the cops because you're like bad guys, right? You're coming into your property, coming on your property. Right? You got to defend yourself. But, um, talking about that, the gun thing keeps coming up. The gun thing keeps coming up. And, um, I'm all for people protecting themselves and their families. All right? I, I know of people who have guns. Can't say their names, but they they know how to use it they've been trained right i got two three 
female friends they're married they're you know grandparents already and they're badass chicks they know how to fire guns you know and um are they republicans are they conservative um i think two of them is or maybe three of them i'm not sure but their husbands taught them how to shoot and you know when i was a kid my ex-brother-in-law had had guns and we used to go and shoot at the the old um uh rubbish dump because back in the day in the 70s nobody goes to the dump except to dump their rubbish so there was like a unofficial gun range at the dump it was on the base of uh this cliff in this little cinder cone mountain kind of place so my brother-in-law had a shotgun you know some carbines and i had my, my other friend had um some shotguns as well some rifles and pistols and um we weren't trained to shoot but you know we just got the gun and started shooting <laughs> like idiots back in the day but um i'm just saying you know i think everyone has the right to to have a gun to protect themselves and their families right all right so am i pro-gun absolutely i'm pro-gun why am i pro-gun well because guns are there and if someone is trained to use it then by all means that person should have a gun should be able to carry a gun and should be able to use that gun let's say i'm the bad guy let's say i'm the bad guy i got a gun all right and let's just use common sense i'm not i'm not with the nra i'm not with the republicans i'm not with the right wing whatever i'm not with the conservatives i'm just using common sense common sense talking to all of you out there with common sense all right common sense now i'm the bad guy all right you don't have any guns and i know that you that owns your property you have a wife a couple kids and i know for a fact you don't have any guns you're a peace-loving person you're not a fighter your whole family's peace love and happiness which is good but you don't know how to defend your home so here i am the bad guy all i got is i don't know a pistol right right semi-automatic i don't know nine millimeter whatever right like i know about guns right but i'm a psycho so um i don't know nighttime comes right i break into your house trying to rob right and i startle you guys and and you're just afraid and i see that you're afraid man i can do whatever i want to you guys because you're afraid 
No, I'm not going to do that, guys, okay? I'm not going to go with a gun and break into anybody's house. I'm just saying, what if I was the bad guy, okay? What if I was the bad guy and I did that? And you, your family, were just peaceful people that didn't defend yourself. I'm going to have the time of my life doing damage to your family if i was the bad guy all right but i'm not a bad guy i wouldn't do that kind of stuff to you guys i wouldn't but i'm just saying if i was the bad guy and you couldn't protect yourself you didn't even have a dog maybe you did but your dog wasn't like a a vicious watchdog protector you know you had a little cute little dog right you know little cute little fluffy right out just see the dog kick him you know do like a field goal with the dog, right? Split the uprights, right? Crowds cheering. Three points. But um No, I'm just saying, folks, if I was the bad guy and I know you you, you won't you won't stand up for yourself, I'll just ransack your house and do some damage, right? I will. Okay. But now what if I'm the bad guy? Right now, your house, you know, you, you trained your, your wife or your spouse, you know, I'm just saying, maybe it's the female, female, male, 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 female, female, male, whatever it is, you know, you're together and you got a family. But you guys know how to disarm a bad guy. All of you took jujitsu, self-defense right your wife knows how to box the husband knows how to use guns the kids knows how to use guns and they're not afraid they learn how to attack the bad guys to save family they're trained that way right let's say what if so here i am the bad guy i break into your house but you guys are armed you know you got a gun somewhere and you can get it fast and you know how to use it your kids know how to fight they're not afraid they'll turn on the lights and i'll make a sound and they're they're coming after me that's a different story right so if i break into your house and people hear or you got a alarm beep 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 and they wake up and now they're not just on a defensive mode they're in a, they're in an offensive slash defense they're defensive but now they're coming after my ass how do you think i would feel i'll be holy shit there's four people coming at me i best get my ass out of this house right <laughs> right you see what i'm saying so if i'm the bad guy i come into your house and you know how to protect yourself and and right away you come out of your bedroom lights are on already you're looking for me because you know maybe you got cameras in your house and you see me the bad guy you know where i'm at and you're coming you and your wife is coming after my ass and the kids are coming after me with like bats and shit right i'm toast right but see what i'm saying if you if i'm the bad guy i go into a house that people are just weak feeble they're afraid i can see it in their eyes I have uh, the time of my life as a bad guy, right? No, flip flip side. 
I break into your house. And you know how to use a gun. You have a gun by the bedside. Pistol, shotgun, whatever. Your wife has one too. Your, your, your spouse has one too. Your kids got baseball bats. And they know how to hurt. They know how to attack. They're not afraid. They're going to come out of their bedroom swinging. <laughs> That's a different story. For me, I'd be shedding my pants. Honestly, I'd be crapping my pants if that happened, if I was the bad guy. Okay? Number one, I break into your house. You guys are like weak, scaredy cats. You're afraid. I'll have my way with you guys. I'll take whatever I want. I'll do whatever I want to you. The bad guy wins. Now, flip side. You guys know how to use guns. You know how to use weapons. You know how to protect. You already know, like, if the bad guy, me, enters your house, the alarm goes off, whatever. Silent, silent alarm, maybe. That I, you got monitors. You see me coming. You know where I'm at at the house. You know your house more than me. You're coming for me. You're not afraid because your thinking is I'm coming to hurt you. Hence, you're going to protect yourself. Now you're coming after me. You're finding me. That's a scary. That's a scary thing, man. You know, if I break into your house and I wake you guys up and you're like, shit, this guy, I'm going to kill his ass. I would feel the fear. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, you ever saw like um comedy? There's always um sometimes they'll show like a, a commercial or like a they'll do like a like a spoof like uh like a short maybe I don't know fifteen second thing for fun. Usually it's a, a old lady who's got a cane, right? And she's walking and and some young guy on a bike comes and uh, approaches her. Hey, old lady, give me your, your, your purse. And that old lady takes her cane and she starts swinging that cane at the crook, the bad guy. What usually happens when you see that? And it's comedy, but the fact is <clears throat> the bad guys will usually go, go the other way or run away. Because they don't want to get hit. You see what I'm saying? So... Whenever you're, you're approached by someone that can hurt you and they tell you, hey, I'm going to hurt you for that purse. I'm going to hurt you for your car. I'm going to hurt you for whatever it is. You, you got to stand up for yourself because like my friend who was a cop, he goes, you know what? When somebody threatens you, you got to take that person as what he says or she says is fact, you know, because... You know how many times when people just play feeble, like they think, yeah, I'm just going to listen to this guy and everything's going to be fine. But no, right? People get abducted because they don't fight back. That's the thing, right? How many people who got abducted or kidnapped if, if they didn't play scaredy cat, you know, broad daylight, a van comes over, you know, instead of screaming or doing something to catch attention, they're like, okay, don't hurt me. No, that guy's going to hurt you. He's already taking your ass in a van. You, you best try and fight. Fight 
fight because you know you know what at that point that's the that's the, the that's the deciding point right there i think right that point where somebody tries to abduct you or try to kidnap you or try to kill you you know if you just let them do it it's all on you man do something yell scream scratch whatever it is right if somebody says they're gonna hurt you man take them you know at their word man they're gonna hurt you you know and who i am right like uh oh ron you're a badass uh what if happened to you right right it happens to me i probably like don't hurt me <laughs> no but it's serious shit right it's serious serious crap hola man i mean you know i'm just saying you know i'm not a right wing guy i'm not a conservative but you know I, hey you gotta protect yourself and that's just common sense whether you're a democrat you're left right whatever yeah, i'm sick of hearing that i'm just sick of hearing that common sense a person should be able to protect their property their life their family's life right everyone has that right to protect themselves you know that's like um this one time i think i told this i told you this story maybe back in the 80s i, I was with my friend and um i was driving to uh kihei that's where he lives and some dude came right behind me man and he's like flipping me off right and me being a filipino i took that took that dude what he was doing like he's behind me in a mg like flipping me off and I was looking at him in the mirror and like he was like telling me shit so he passes me and he flips me off so i'm thinking what the hell did i do right so here i am the filipino in me starts snapping i step on the gas <laughs> my toyota is keeping up with this mg right this midget sports car i was tailing him from the poly the cliffs all the way to where he lives in uh maui meadows down right right in wailea right before wailea i'm tailing on my friend eddie's like freaking I said, man don't do that i'm like screw this guy man i'm taking this dude as a threat he's he's threatening me i don't know what he was saying but i don't know man but i was just stupid i mean he was just he just got stupid but i i made him shed his pants because i followed him to his house and he went up the driveway closed the door of the the, the garage and i seen him in the house he like opened the drapes and he was looking at me and i was just flipping him off and i was just i was just doing the cutthroat move right i was just snapping at him i was like come out here man i know where you live like i, I was like yelling at him neighbors could probably hear me it's like so my friend Ed's like, hey man don't do that man stop stop threatening the dude and like hey, shut up man this guy i'm gonna work this guy man i'm gonna you know well i don't know what i was telling saying i was just mad because the guy flipped me off and he's tailing me and he overtook me and he's still flipping me off and yelling at me right since i screw this guy man i'm gonna teach him a lesson right but that was stupid because what if he had a gun and he shot me but i, I freaked him out right because i didn't want to take shit you know i didn't want to take shit from people and, I, and, and at certain times you know i gotta watch myself because this one time i was at a theater and um i was with this my friend of mine she was from japan and we went to a, a movie 
at the old uh, Kahului movie house. And um, I, I never had gone to this movie house before or this theater before. And um, they did it differently where um, they were selling the tickets like outside. So I was like, oh, man, where's the, where do we get the tickets? And then this dude calls me. What dumbass? You got to get it over there. They're selling tickets right there. The booth's closed or something. The, the booth was closed, so they had to, like, sell it by the door or something. I, I didn't know, what, you know, where the tickets were. Usually, it's by that window, right? I want a ticket. And I was ready to rip that guy's head off because, you know, he said, what, you stupid or something? You got to go over there. And I, 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 lost my, I lost my shit with that guy. I started cussing at him. And um, you know, people were watching me. And I was, I was just snapping at him, man. I was just telling him, you want to do something, man? I'll rip your head off. I don't know what I was telling him. I just blanked out. I was just like, I wanted to kill him. And my friend was telling me, run, run. No, she goes, run. The R is like L, run, run. <laughs> that's okay. Like, that's okay. Calm down. He does. He's an idiot, you know. Calm down. So I lost my shit, and that guy made, you know, ruined the whole evening for me. <laughs> I let him ruin the evening But I'm just saying You know You gotta stand up for yourself I don't Hey I gotta go So um Episode 26 Season 2 Um Be at peace Don't take crap from people Stand up for yourself uh, I'm not saying Get a gun I'm not saying Get a knife I'm just saying Common sense is You should be able To protect yourself And your family And If there's a bad guy That shows up in your life and he threatens you always take his threat as fact as he will do what he says all right all right so peace check you guys later